Welcome to the Give Light Podcast, a journey of deeper trust and healing in Jesus. My name is Sister Andrew Marie, and hopefully you're listening to this after Easter, so happy Easter. And if you're listening to it at another time, then great, Jesus is risen. The theme I want to talk about today is is kind of broad, but it's real to all of us. It's that we are all wounded, but Jesus is the healer. And I've been reflecting a lot lately on how we as a society and individuals in society, we search for healing in different ways. I think if you would ask anybody if, if they have an illness or something, you know, do you do you want to be healed? Do you want to be well? I would think almost everybody would say yes, you know, when it comes down to it. You don't want to be sick. You don't want to be wounded. wounded. You don't want to be hurt. You want to be... We want to be perfect. <laughs> Honestly, we don't want to have any problems, or at least that's me. I don't know about y'all. But I was on a walk the other day outside of our neighborhood. So we live on a, a pretty main street, so there's all kinds of businesses along the road. And there's this building that's being, that's, it has been worked on for about the few months that I've been here. And we didn't know what was going to be in that building. And now it's almost done and they have a big sign on their building. And the first word that I saw on the sign in really big, bold letters, it said healing. And then it had the name of the shop. And immediately I, I was like, I want to find out what this shop is. I want to know what this is. What, what do they have there? Right. So I went home and I Googled their name and it's a, it's going to be a store that's like a, a chain, but it has, um, like homeopathic, homeopathic kind of things and like vitamins and natural resources to help your body, um, be in better shape, which that's all very good. Those are good things. Um, vitamins are good. Natural sources of things are very good. But it made me think how we search out healing in lots of ways. We go to doctors, we go to coaches, we go to gyms so that our bodies can be in the best shape they can be. We seek out nutritionists if we have a problem with with eating. You know, we, we seek out all these things and those are all good. Those are all good things. Going to therapy if you have a, 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 something that you need to work on interiorly or mentally. These are all ways to to get to get a deeper degree of healing, and those are good. Those are all good things. But it amazes me how much we often don't think to go to prayer for healing, because when we really think of it, the longing for healing, for our bodies to not have any difficulties, to not have any sorrow, to not have all of those things that, that weigh us down, whether it be physically or emotionally or mentally, the longing for healing, the longing to be well, is deep down a desire in all of us for communion and restoration. And sin and woundedness bring division to us, but healing brings communion. So, while there are instances and times where Jesus will heal people physically, and he does, Jesus is alive today, 
and he heals people of blindness, of deafness, of other bodily ailments. Um, it, it happens often today, and in a, another episode I will talk about those things. But I want to talk about today, um, kind of a continuation, but a continuation of a previous episode, but that the sin that we carry around, the woundedness we carry around, Jesus wants to heal us. It isn't always going to be this way, because in heaven it won't. And I think that right now when I'm recording this, it's it's right before Easter. And Easter season is, is the next season in the church. So we've had the Lenten season that's been 40 days. And then we have Easter season, which the season of Easter actually lasts longer than Lent. It's for 50 days. So we have 50 days of rejoicing in the risen Lord, right? That leads up to Pentecost. But I think with each new season that the church gives us, it's a new opportunity to say, I'm going to begin again. I'm going to renew my desires. I'm going to go before Jesus and offer him everything. So now is the time. Now is the time to begin again. And if you're listening to this at another time of the year, then now is the time. Whatever time you're listening to this, today we begin begin anew and we unite ourselves with Jesus and and let him come to us and heal us. And I think a great example of this is the disciples, right? So in right after Jesus rose from the dead, Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb and sees him, sees, doesn't see him, but sees that he has risen. But in the Gospel of John, we hear what the disciples of Jesus are doing. So this is, Jesus has been crucified and died, and they don't know that he's risen from the dead yet. So from the Gospel of John, I'm just going to read this piece, and then I'll relate it to, to how this relates to us and our healing. From the Gospel of John, this is from chapter 20, starting on verse 19. So this is the day that Jesus has risen from the dead. This is on Easter. And the scripture says, On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. So for me, this can this is a short passage, and it can be one that maybe we've heard a lot, so you kind of gloss over it. I know sometimes I do that. But if we take it a little bit apart, you know, take it apart a little bit, it, it consoles me a lot, and it gives me a lot of hope, and it reminds me how Jesus is the healer, and he wants to restore us to right relationship with him and to full communion with him. So... On this day, the disciples are in a room, and it's locked. And it says in the scripture, 
They're there in that locked room for fear of the Jews. The disciples are afraid. They don't know what's going to happen. You know, they think Jesus died and they're not sure if he's coming back. And are the Romans going to come and get them? What, what do they do now? So they're locked. They're locked in this room. And how often, just to use kind of a metaphor, how often out of our fear, out of my fear, do I kind of lock myself in a room, so to speak? I get, I turn in on myself. I maybe shut other people out so that, because I don't want to be hurt by them. You know, how, how much do I do that? And I don't give others a chance to, to bring life to me in that way. Then Jesus comes in. He comes into the room. In, in, the midst, in another translation, it says, and Jesus was in the midst of them. So they're there in the locked room, and Jesus just comes in. Nothing will hold him back from coming to us, coming into our fear. And the first words he says, the first word he says is peace. He says, peace be with you. Jesus wants to give us his peace. And Jesus' peace can be with us even in the midst of chaos that might be around us, right? Maybe we're in a, in a really difficult situation at work or in a relationship or whatever or in our family. And that difficult relationship, that difficult situation, it might not go away. But sometimes, and I hope you've experienced this, and if you haven't, we can, we'll pray for it in a bit, but sometimes in the midst of what seems like chaos, we can feel the sense of peace, a sense of calm. And it's in those moments where I know that that's from Jesus, because it's not from me. Because if I'm in the middle of a chaotic situation, I want to try to fix it, or I want to hide from it, or lots of other things, right? Like, our our humanity kind of comes out, and, and we want to either make it go away, or solve the problem. You know, lots of different responses we can have, and those are normal. <laughs> normal responses. It proves that we're human, so congratulations. If you have those responses, you are human, just like me. <laughs> and... But Jesus gives us his peace. So there have been moments in my life where I realize I'm in a really difficult situation, but really when I think about it, I have this peace inside of me. And it doesn't happen all the time, and other times I'm better at recognizing it than others. And that's often what a, a good spiritual director will help somebody discern or see in their life, or a really good friend, you know, your really good friend can say, wow, you were really calm in that situation, what happened, you know? And then you'll realize it, it was a gift. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit, a gift of Jesus. So Jesus wants to give us that peace. And then the next line really impresses me always. The scripture says, when he had said this, so right after he had said, peace be with you, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So by showing them his hands and his side, what's Jesus showing them? Jesus is showing them his scars. He's showing them the traces of his wounds. His hands were where the nails went through when he was crucified, 
and his side was where the soldier pierced it with a lance. And Jesus had the scars. And seeing this, the disciples were glad. And another part of scripture, one that gets meditated a lot on during Lent, the line says, by his wounds we were healed. And so, through Jesus' wounds, his very drastic and horrible wounds, we can bring our wounds to him, and he understands. And by his wounds, our wounds can find healing. So, to be recognized by our scars isn't necessarily a bad thing. It gives hope that there's something more. We don't stay in the wound and you know, dwell on it forever or stay in the pain. But Jesus showing his hands and his side, he's showing that there's something more. That he made it through that and that he's here with us now. So by his wounds, we are healed as well. Jesus just shows them to them too. He doesn't force himself onto people. And he doesn't force himself onto you now or me or anything. Then in the scripture, Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. So he gives them his peace again. And continues through his disciples the message that the Father had given him, the the mandate, really, that the Father had given him. He said, As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And then he said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, which is another one of his gifts, right? And that will be fully realized when we celebrate Pentecost. But Jesus wants to give us these things now, to you and to me, always. Especially in times when we might feel unworthy or we might feel that we're not good enough. Maybe I'm just speaking for me, but but I think some other people might feel that way too. Sometimes you think you have to have everything ready before you can receive Christ's peace. But Jesus came in the midst of their fear when they were locked in a room afraid of the Romans and he brought them his peace and he brought them his Holy Spirit. And that's what he does for each of us. Sin, even an original sin from Adam and Eve, brought division into our world. It brought woundedness. But healing brings communion. And Jesus coming in the midst of whatever our fears are, whatever your fears are, Jesus comes in the midst of that and offers you his peace. 
So maybe just take a moment now and think of anything you're fearing right now. Maybe it's a something with your family, a family member, or a job situation, or something with school, or anything at all. That something in our society, whatever it is. What is the thing that has you locked up kind of in fear? Think of that. And once you've thought of that, can you offer it to Jesus? Just sit wherever you are. If you're able to go into a church or a chapel where the Blessed Sacrament is, great. But if you're not, if you're at home, just invite Jesus in and ask him to give you his peace. He always wants to give us his peace. And he's kind and gentle and he doesn't force us, but he doesn't want us to be afraid. Some things that can hold us back are just things we hold onto on our hearts, burdens that we carry, and sometimes the actual burden might not go away, but the heaviness in our heart can be lightened by the Lord. So as I end, I want to pray with you and for you uh, a piece of a prayer for inner healing. And I just invite you to think of your heart and whatever is heavy on your heart right now, whatever burden or worry and imagine holding that worry or that burden in your hand and offering it to Jesus. Imagine Jesus coming in front of you and he's very kind. And we're just gonna, gonna pray with him right now. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, you know my burdens. I lay them all on your good shepherd's heart. I beseech you, by the merits of the great open wound in your heart, to heal the small wounds that are in mine. Heal the pain of my memories, so that nothing that has happened to me will cause me to remain in pain and anguish, filled with anxiety. Heal, O Lord, all those wounds that have been the cause of the evil that is rooted in my life. I want to forgive all those who have offended me. Look to those inner sores that make me unable to forgive. You who come to forgive the afflicted of heart, please heal my own heart. Heal, my Lord Jesus, those intimate wounds that cause me physical illness. I offer you my heart. Accept it, Lord. Purify it, and give me the sentiments of your divine heart. Help me to be meek and humble. Grant me the grace to regain peace and joy in the knowledge that you are the resurrection and the life. Make me an authentic witness to your resurrection, your victory over sin and death, your living presence among us. Amen. Jesus, we come before you and we bring you anything that we feel has caused us 
to lock ourselves in a room. Any fears that we have, any burdens that we're carrying, we know that we might still have to carry them, but we trust that even in the midst of a difficulty, that you can give us your peace right now. I pray for each person listening, that in the name of Jesus Christ, any fear or burden that they are holding on to, they can let go of it now and entrust it into the wounds of Jesus, entrust it into your most sacred heart. And Jesus, I pray in your name that each person listening right now can entrust to you anything that's holding them back, anything that's taking up space in their heart. And Jesus, right now, I ask you to fill that space with your peace and your joy and freedom that comes only from you. Fill us with you, Jesus. Fill us with your peace. Fill us with Easter joy always, that we might be able to proclaim with our lives that you are alive and you are good and you give us restoration and wholeness always. Anything that brings division can be gone for us in your name, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, any divisiveness, any heaviness be gone in the name of Jesus. Anything that brings disunity in the name of Jesus, leave us now. And Jesus, fill us with your peace and help us to be to be vessels of your communion, to be able to be in union with you and to share that with whomever we come in contact with. Jesus is alive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for coming to us in the midst of our locked rooms and giving us your peace and your Holy Spirit. We pray for all of these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Rejoice because Jesus is alive. He gives us his peace in each moment, and we can renew it again and again. So maybe tomorrow, you know, we make a mistake, we forget, we get bogged down again by, by the burdens that, that are in this world. And that's okay, it happens. But again, we can ask Jesus, okay, we can give it to him and ask for his peace again. And he always gives us his peace. We can begin again each day. That's part of the joy of being his, of being one of Jesus' disciples. He's always there for us. Thank you for listening. And know that I am praying for each of you. A blessed Easter season to each of you, or whenever you're listening to this, know that Jesus is risen. God bless you.